to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook, the Marvel Universe, with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and how far gotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with you today is Faith. Hey! I hope you don't have sand in your shorts from that beach visit, because we're talking about Sandman. <laughs> So, so what do you know about Sandman? He can turn into sand. Yeah, that's 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 mostly it. I mean, he has a lot more to go and form than that, but but his main thing is he he does sand related things. Oh, and he has like um, you know that weird hair that Norman Osborn has. He has like that kind of hair, but it's not red. Yeah, really weird. It's so weird. Why? I don't know, but. Um, also, he dresses up like if Freddy Krueger only had a green. But if, uh, Freddy Krueger, but in slightly warmer weather. Yeah, he's a Spider-Man villain. I think most people would know that at this point. He was, he was in a movie. Not the worst movie in the world, but definitely not great. Also, he didn't start out as a Spider-Man villain. Oh. Yeah. So, um... What do you know about him? Uh, I mean, other besides, than besides- that he can turn into sand, he he's he was a common criminal, wasn't he? He was just like a thief. And then he got into, <laughs> much like Spider-Man got bitten by a radioactive spider, he was bitten by a radioactive sandcastle. <laughs> and can now turn into, <laughs> can now turn into sand. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> 10 out of 10, best backstory. Hire me, Marvel. <laughs> no, he um he got caught up in some, like, uh, experiment, right? And so, by accident, by the way, but not on purpose. And so now he can turn into sand. If I was in the Marvel Universe, I would just be real close to, like, labs all the time. Just constant. Yeah, they're always doing some, like, weird experimental shit that will give you superpowers. Yeah, let's get into the Sandman. So... He used to be known as Flint Marco. He goes by, but his real name is uh, William uh, Baker. He's a former professional criminal. Former, ah. Actually, his current alias is Sylvester Mann, with two ends. (laughs) It was me, Sylvester Mann. Definitely not a supervillain or anything. I am a normal human. Is a former member of the Frightful Four former member of the Sinister Six, and former ally of the Mandarin and Hydro Man. And his base of operations is Brooklyn, New York. Not Brookline. In Maine, I want to say? Yes. No? Yeah. Uh, And he first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man, issue number four. In 1963, no one can stop the Sandman. (gasps) And also, we have some real good cover piece theater. Ooh, ooh, for this one. Ooh. So I'm gonna. So um, we're gonna just. Uh... <laughs> oh boy! Oh, oh god! Oh god! What is happening here? <laughs> well, we're about to. We're about to get into it. So. Okay, so I am. Uh, I'm going to be. I'm going to be Sandman. You'll be Spider-Man. Cover Peace Theater. 
So to set the scene, it's a four-panel comic in its own <laughs> on the front. I feel like they didn't know what to do with them, so they're just like, let's make a little story up on the front. Um, and the Spider-Man is swinging in. Swinging in to confront the Sandman and just failing. It looks like he's like just like shown up and be like, hey. I just want to say what's on the bottom. How can Spider-Man defeat a foe that cannot be injured? Don't dare miss. Nothing can stop the Sandman. So you you start. You're Spider-Man. So and I'm and I'm Kane Marco. <laughs> or Sandman. <laughs> Spider-Man! Now I've got you. Hey, what? Surprised? Now you see why I'm called the Sandman. Yeah, and it's just it's it's like kind of actually it almost looks like a um like a infomercial. Like, <laughs> are you having issues punching the Sandman? <laughs> yeah, we, he's just like Spider Man is just flailing, just flailing around. And at one point, it looks like like Sandman is like straddling straddling him in sand form. Yeah, like it's just like hey, I'm the Sandman. What's up? Also, also, uh, I mean, the Spider Man and Fantastic Four are tied together because um, it's one of the first like Marvel Universe things. Uh, was Spider Man was showing up in the pages of Fantastic Four, and that's kind of got his popularity started. Cause he, cause he showed up in like uh, Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. Um, oh yeah, yep. The issue after this, number five, he fights Doctor Doom. Wow, that's so, so quite Doctor an Doom, escalation. So, so he fought Doctor Doom before he fought the Lizard, the Vulture. The he fought the Vulture twice before the before his uh, ten issues. Or uh, that's quite an escalation from Sandman to Doctor Doom. Oh, he fights the living brain before he fights Electro. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about we talked about the all the weird villains that uh, Daredevil had at first. So, I mean, I guess you got to start somewhere. Yeah, his origin is in Marvel Two and One, number eighty six. Marvel Two and One is specifically the thing teaming up with people. I think I know what this issue is already. It, William Baker. Although I like Flint Marco a lot better. Me too. It's like one of those classic Spider-Man like thug names, like Eddie Brock. Like what a good, yeah, like what a good like, like when you think of that dude, you're like, yeah, he's probably just some like tough, rugged man. And he is. In fact, some would say he's so rugged he's like sandpaper. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so he was raised in a rough section of New York City. <laughs> rough like sandpaper. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay. Uh, his father deserted him and his mother when he was three years old. That's when my father deserted my mom and me. So <laughs> when I was three. <laughs> 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 uh, leaving them impoverished, uh, he learned to steal at an early age, and ch he cheated and bluffed his way through public school. He was excellent at football in high school, but he ruined his chance for a legitimate career when he accepted money from a local gambling yeah, gambling ring <gasps> to to intentionally lose an important game. <gasps> he was found out and thrown off the team and expelled from the stool. Work for a henchman for protection racket. He adopted the name Flint Marco, and he 
became pretty successful in New York's underground, but entertained the thoughts of reforming to marry his girlfriend, Marcy Conroy. He was arrested for a series of crimes and convicted. He was then convicted and spent several years in solitary confinement, growing increasingly hostile. Upon release, he discovered that his girlfriend left him for a member of his gang named Vic Rollins. And after exacting brutal revenge on Rollins, he embarked on a one-man crime spree through New York City. (laughs) Oh, boy. Then he was captured and sent to Rikers Island Prison. Uh, For a short time, after a short time, he escaped through an unguarded drain pipe. (laughs) What? This seems like a pretty big oversight. So he's a beefy dude. Yeah. Imagine, like, I imagine that drain pipe is a literal drain pipe for just escapees. Like, who didn't catch that? Like, they're like, where does this pipe go? I don't know. Okay, must must not be anything serious then. Yeah, this is only a prison where people try to escape every day. Yeah. And also, people escape all the time. All the time. <laughs> especially in, yeah, especially in the Marvel Universe. Especially from Rikers. Yeah! Specifically. It's always, it's this one drain pipe. They just never learn. <laughs> he... Attempted to travel south to start a new life, but then he was pursued by the FBI as well as state and local police departments. Evading the law numerous times, he made his way down the East Coast. At one point, he w- he sought refuge in a military nuclear testing site Why would- close to Savannah. Why would you? Okay. <laughs> it's a good hiding place. I mean, it's a yeah, great hiding I mean, place. I Nothing bad could ever happen. I mean, I wouldn't go looking for somebody if I'd be like, you know what? Good luck. He was lying on a nearby beach <laughs> when the experimental nuclear uh, reactor steam system exploded, bombarding him with a massive dose of radiation. After a sh- short period of of unconsciousness, he awoke to find that his body had weirdly taken the properties of an anima- of animated sand, that he could transform himself into a sand-like form. Man, I was really um, hoping he got bit by a radioactive sandcastle. That's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, he, he got did, bit like, by the beach. I mean, he doesn't really know what happened. He was unconscious. <laughs> yeah, like the steam, like maybe the beach, maybe the beach gained sentience and ate him and decided that he was the best vessel. God, that'd be terrifying, actually. <laughs> After a short period of, wait, sorry, I said that. Now that he was able to basically turn into sand when people tried to catch him, <laughs> he decided to call himself the Sandman, embarked on a career of criminal activities. He, he did um, his one-man crime spree again, but this time he can turn into sand. So like yeah. so like he's like loitering, but he could turn into sand. This this has brought him into conflict with Spider Man, the Fantastic Four, the Hulk, and many other powerful crime fighters. He teamed up with the Wizard, Trapster, and Medusa, and became the Frightful Four. He served as a member of the Frightful Four over many years, in which he acted independently of the team as well. Uh, recently, his criminal career came to an apparent end. To battle Spider-Man, he joined forces with superhumanly powered criminal Hydro-Man, who could transform his body into animated water. 
in a freak happenstance, Hydra Man and Sandman combined in a grotesque mud creature. Oh god, I remember this. With special with special desiccating gas, Ooh. which partially dehydrated the creature, rendering it harmless. The remaining portion of mud was sent to the forensic laboratory in Manhattan, where they would analyze the composition of the mud. But uh, without the proper instruments at their disposal, was completely inanimate. So it was sealed in a container and disposed of. But... <laughs> But guess what? What? Guess what? what? The things, the things that turn into water and sand, eventually separated. Oh, whoa! And then, and then they just, then they just became their former selves. All of a sudden, <laughs> they're like, "Wow, and that was weird." What is? Sandman what was is so with, traumatized. What is with law enforcement in the Marvel universe just being completely inept? I guess you have to have it because because if the cops were doing their job right, you wouldn't need superheroes. Like, because like, like again, Mister Fear. Like they were like, oh yeah, here's your like spooky costume and your fear juice. Um, you can go now. Bye. And I guess they're like, we're just gonna take this rock and throw it in a dumpster. <laughs> we'll put it in like a sour cream container first, and then we'll throw it in the dumpster. So Sandman was so traumatized and humiliated by the experience, he said, like, I'm not going to be a villain anymore. So then this is when he formed a friendship with his former enemy, the Thing, uh, who encouraged him to pursue an honest life. Though he still wanted for for uh, for his past oh, yeah. crimes, he forsaken his criminal career and is under the alias Sylvester Man. So he is... Uh, so one of the things I do want to talk about very briefly... Is in one of the fairly recent The Amazing Spider-Man. They did this two-part story, Sandman story, which was a masterpiece of a story. Basically, because like his his whole consciousness is in one grain of sand. That why it's really hard to kill him. Basically, you have because like you know that one grain of sand gets to others, like gets on a beach. Well, you got a big, big old one. But because his consciousness is in a grain of sand, which is hard to kill, he stays alive until it gets killed. Oh. Which means he's at the end of the end of the earth, basically. Oh. And a future version of him, who lived for thousands of years, contacted his past self, and basically took over. And this is when the Saiyan was quote-unquote dying, because he wasn't able to keep his human form anymore. Oh my god, that's a really so, good point. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. So many of Spider-Man's villains are just gods who are too dumb to know that they're gods. And their, like, existence is just miserable. <sighs> okay, wait, is this, is this it? Yeah, it's in it's in the um it's not Amazing Spider-Man. It's in uh Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man. Um it's was written by Chip Zdarsky. Oh, okay. Which is yeah. why it's good because yes. he's an amazing writer as well as an amazing <laughs> illustrator. Yes. And it's just a two-part story where it, it's so good. It's uh two. It's three oh nine, 
It's three oh nine and three ten. I like I like how like Sandman went from like ah uh, yes a common criminal who has gained superpowers that can turn into sand to Sandman contemplates his mortality and his endless existence. Like I would really read the Ch- Chip Zdarsky a uh, run of uh, Peter Parker the Spectacular yes. Spider Man. It's really good. That was the that was the uh, they have one issue. In that run, where it's called uh, My Dinner with um, Jonah, basically. And it turns Jonah from, like, a pretty much like a lifelong Spider-Man hater into one of his biggest believers. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'll have to read it. And it's so, it's so So good. Um. But for real, read the uh, 309 and yes. 310 ones, though. Like, they, they are so good. And the way they're illustrated is amazing as well. So, he is 6'1", weighs 450 Holy. pounds, and has brown brown eyes and brown hair. 450 pounds is kind of actually, it was like, that, it's a lot of sand. Oh, right, sand form. I was, uh, I was totally thinking his human self. Okay. Oh, he's yeah. sand. <laughs> I was imagining that in flesh, not sand. <laughs> no, in flesh, he would be like twice as big. Like in flesh form, he was probably like two, two hundred something. But uh, in his sand-like form, he possesses human, superhuman strength. The largest he's been observed to achieve was eighty-five tons. Wow. But also remember, he can take yeah. on more sand. An infinite amount of sand. That's why. That's why it's always fun whenever, like, whenever like Spider Man's trying to get him to the water. The only place is next by the ocean, which is a bunch of sand. <laughs> <You're> like no, <laughs> I made a mistake. It's just like you just need like a super soaker. He can do sand. He can do things. sand stuff real good. Um, he could shape his his body into pretty much any contiguous shape he can think of. Um, he could project sand particles at high speeds, or he can make his hand into like a hammer, or like a ha- or or just the shape of a bigger <laughs> fist and punch you. You you know what your point from before that Spider-Man villains are just gods, they're just too dumb to realize that really shows at this with this. <laughs> He's like, it's never been like, wow, I can become infinitely big with all the sand that exists in the world. He's like, I'm gonna make my fist into a bigger fist. <laughs> so his big vulnerability is heat. So if he gets hot enough he turns yes. into glass which is something addressed in the which is something addressed in that story i was just I was thinking about, about that well. too it's like what happens if he turns into glass like he oh, could control oh, it oh god oh yeah he did know he could control it if he really wanted to if he just ground up glass if he just made a bunch of pieces of glass in there he could just turn it and he could just use it that is so, terrifying no, like I, I'm, I'm, like I'm not joking. He is a tiny god who doesn't know it. He just. It's just. I guess I, it took him thousands of yeah, years to realize. He just it, like. But. but at the moment, though, he's like, I'm going to make my fist into a bigger fist. <laughs> There's no limit on how long he can stay in a sand form. 
So he could just be kind of sitting on a beach for like a long time. He could actually become that one Pokemon that's nothing but a living sand castle that swallows oh children alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do if I was saying I would do that's how okay. Because first off, okay, you turn into the actual well how the Pokemon looks, okay? Which is a sand castle. And then when a child comes by, or the evolved form, an adult, because it's a bigger <laughs> sand castle. Um, <laughs> When someone goes by, it's just like, hey, look at the sandcastle. You swallow yes. them alive. And that's how become like a serial killer. You just kill people on the beach by burying themselves yeah. and yourself and suffocating yeah. them to death. I mean, and then who would, like, what are they going to do? Like, like, oh, yes, we're going to charge the sandcastle with murder. <laughs> that was an explanation I didn't need. <laughs> Apparently his mind functions in an astral form, even when he's, when his head's turned to sand. Okay. I like the thought that he's just one yeah, grain of sand somewhere yeah. way more. That's better. That's a better thing. Thank you. Thank you, whoever thought of that. Because he's not a ghost. He's a <laughs> sand man. <laughs> yeah, he's not a ghost that's just like possessing a beach. He's sand. Actual sand. So he used to be. So he used to be a, a a friend of the wizard. Wiz is just a big lame lame dude who's like a lame version of Miss, uh, Mr. Richards, aka he's he's Mr. Or, Fantastic. But, but Mr. Oh. Fantastic's already so lame. I know, and imagine like a lame version of him, and you he's just inept and lame, but kind of dumb. But by dumb, I mean really smart, but just dumb okay. how he uses it. But but so he used to work for them. And he used to also, you know, wear a costume that was designed by the wizard. And the belt would contain chemicals which you can mix into his sand for various effects. So he could mix oil with the sand so it was slippery. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> he could freeze his sand by mixing, by releasing tainted... Liquid nitrogen from the tainted. belt? You could just use liquid nitrogen. You don't have to make it tainted. Well, 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 no, here's why. Here's why it's tainted. It's because when flames would be in contact, the frozen uh, frozen sand, it would make a toxic uh, gas. Okay, okay. That makes more sense then. Yeah, since he, since he isn't in the uh, Frightful Four anymore, he uh, doesn't use this uniform anymore, mostly because it looks dumb. <laughs> Like, like, cool, cool concept, but like, dumb costume. <laughs> he's like, he's wearing like a, like a what, like a romper. There you go. It's a romper, <laughs> a green romper with short shorts. They're very short. Like, it, I'm surprised. Like he would, he could easily have yeah. an accident. Uh, <laughs> he has like a white belt. That I'm guessing is where he keeps all his chemicals. He has like some. He's like wearing like a green jock strap on his head. Pretty much. <laughs> Which I like to imagine now that the wizard was like, "Hey, dude! Like, I made your costume. Wear this cool mask." And he's like, "Neat." And he's like, "Nobody tell him it's a jock strap." <laughs> what you have to plug? Um, I will plug as always my web comic Grace's Wings that you can read at graceswings.com. It's an urban fantasy about a four-hire exorcist. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to talk oh, about okay. one thing. So, in one of the more 90s comics I've seen, it's Silver Sable and the Wild Pack. The Sandman is in 33 issues of its 34 issues. Oh my issue god. Run. And he has a bad costume oh, in it. No. Actually, you know what? Most of these covers are just <laughs> real bad. I feel yes, I feel like most Silver Sable from the 90s were just they were a bad time. It was a bad time for everybody. It was released a couple a couple oh, months after I was oh, born. Oh god. As well. Why does he have like he, Oh my god, he has like a boob window. His shirt is so low cut. I just... Oh, yeah, he has the Norman Osborn hair in this. Except for his, like... He's got, like, a mad widow's peak going on there. Like a death a death lock, the Terminator? <laughs> Isn't it? As well? And there's a few other people I can't tell because there's... Like, apparently they fought the Punisher at one point. Which makes yeah. sense, honestly. Wow. That is quite a cover. I know. I think I've seen like a bunch of Silver Sable in the Wild Pack, and they're all they're all not good covers. Oh, they even have like the really bad Daredevil nineties Daredevil costume, the one where he has like metal plates all over, over the place. Well, apparently, in the very last issue, Little Sylvie, which was basically like the cartoon version from Mojoverse. Of her. They teamed up together. Also, uh, Sandman showed up in... So, I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I do a podcast about about Creepy Critters, a.k.a. Cryptids. Uh, I also have a cat who's a cryptid, and who has four thumbs, and he, he can be viewed on my Instagram, at Marvelous Mooch. Uh, if you like to see the creatures, uh, not the creatures, the people we were talking about, you could just go to the description to go to the description and um, go either to my Twitter, which is at Alphabet Flight, or at or the Hodgepod group on Facebook. And uh, there's also other links. I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>